It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is July 3rd, 2018. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Happy 4th of July. Joining me today, as always, is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV of the State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary. And as always, it's great to be with you, sir. All right. I appreciate that, Bill. And again, I guess you guys are having a heat wave. So uh, I guess we'll say, say some of that. been spilling over into the triple digits there for a while during the day, but uh, it's hot. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And again, Bill always pulls up some news. And Bill, you have a little article about the VA's mistakes actually create problems for thousands of veterans. What's going on there? And, Gary, there, there can be problems created. Here's a interesting story with a, uh, a, a, a person who served, was in the National Guard, and he's uh, one of the thousands of veterans who are pushed uh, sometimes in debt by the VA's own mistake. Now, Roger uh, uh, served in the National Guard, uh, in 2011, prior to that, uh, in Iraq and Afghanistan. So he had been notifying the, uh, the uh, Department of Veterans Affairs that they had uh, uh, overpaid him by $15,000 and um, continued to inform. And, uh, and I guess it reached a point and the VA came up and they said, uh, uh, you, uh, you've been overpaid. Uh, Roger uh, lives in uh, Fairborn, Ohio, uh, and uh, this uh, situation has uh, really created a problem for him. You know, the, 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 the Department of Veterans Affairs is the very agency that is designated to help our men and women who have served in the military once they leave. And uh, veterans all, all often re- rely upon the benefits that they receive to take care of their daily needs, such as health care, house payments. So a sudden change can throw their lives in chaos. And this is what uh, happened to, uh, to, to Roger Zink. Um, he was uh, released on a medical discharge in 2011 after suffering a brain injury. The VA continued to pay him uh, $3,300 per month disability, which brought about the uh, overpayment up to about $15,000. Roger was wise enough to save about $5,000 of the money that was overpaid to him. He's now making uh, uh, payments in the amount of $5,000 to repay the overpayment. you know, these are the kinds of things that can create some terrible days, weeks, and months for veterans when something like this happens. 
you know, with the agency that's supposed to be there to protecting. And, Gary, uh, Roger noti- notif- uh, 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 received notification in December of 2017 uh, that, uh, you know, his credit card uh, score took a, a big hit because of these overpayments uh, that the VA had made, and uh, he got reported. So, uh, man, tough way to go. Sure is. It sure is, and there's nothing nothing you can do about it. Uh, uh, try your best to get it uh, paid back as soon as possible and clear up that uh, credit score because that uh, can be a, just a terrible thing to have to deal with. Boy, unbelievable. Do you have any new, other news with, for us? Well, uh, we, we've got something that I dug up uh, that I'm, we'll, we'll talk to our guests about because okay. it, uh, in, in, in involves him and the, uh, and the organization. All right. Well, let's uh, get to uh, our guest. And, uh, Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce him? Well, Gary, we are fortunate and honored again to have Jeff Kendrick, who is the uh, executive director for the Maryland Center for Veterans Education and Training. Uh, Jeff has been with us before, as you know. Uh, he was selected for uh, the leadership of the uh, Maryland Center for Veterans Education and Training in 2014, April. Jeff brings a vast knowledge uh, to the uh, MacBet organization, having worked there for the past 12 years as the benefits counselor facility manager, and director of operations. Jeff is a military veteran, retiree, having served for more than 20 years with information technology field and a member of the United States Air Force. Including among uh, his many assignments, uh, Jeff uh, served in the United Kingdom, Belgium, Italy, Korea, Nellis Air Force Base in Nevada, uh, Andrews Air Force Base here in Maryland, Warren Air Force Base in Wyoming, and the Charleston Air Force Base. Uh, Jeff is entrusted with continuing the MACBET mission of providing a vast array of comprehensive services to the homeless veterans population. Jeff is spearheading the development of an organizational strategic plan, which will modernize and combine MacVet's comprehensive program and securing housing for its veterans. Jeff holds an associate degree in information technology from the Community College of the Air Force and a Bachelor of Science from the University of Maryland European Division. As always, welcome, Jeff to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, thank you very much. I always have to stop and listen when you start reading. I say, who are they talking about? I'm so <laughs> uh, thank, so thank you very much for that. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, why don't you refresh our, our listeners' uh, memory as far as, to give us a little history uh, about MIGVET. Sure. Uh, MIGVET, which uh, stands for the Maryland Center for Veterans Education and Training, is a nonprofit organization, 501c3, 
with the sole purpose and mission of taking homeless veterans, men and women who have served this country, and providing them with a, a well-rounded uh, array of comprehensive services that we hope will culminate in uh, eventually employment, which right now, as of today, our average employment for those we put immediately to work is close to $18 an hour. And uh, the the end result of the employment then will lead to permanent housing, which we hope once we've got the individual, let's say, with the services addressed that uh, led to homelessness along with the employment and then finally the housing, we'll ensure that that is a veteran that will no longer go back out on the street. So uh, almost 25 years of existence now with uh, well over, when we have documentation to show we've had close to 10,000 veterans come into the McVet's doors since our inception. By the way, inception was on December 7th, 1993, Pearl Harbor Day. Uh, but I've shown that with well over 9,000, close to 10,000 veterans that come through the door, with over 70% of those veterans uh, employed, housed, and being an, an, an integral part of their uh, community and uh, society in general. And so we kind of hang our hat on the fact that a veteran can be homeless or serve this country, but we have an organization that will take that veteran and kind of uh, straighten them up and get them to uh, join society in the rightful place. We're kind of proud with that. That's that's great. You know, ever since uh, you came on the first time, uh, you're you're very successful uh, with the organization, and and uh, it seems like uh, no matter how successful you can be, or you know what kind of uh, nonprofit you do run, you always have some type of a problem um, with. I hate to say, well, the big boys. Let's call them. <laughs> Okay. Big brand, so to speak. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, what what happened um, between the first time we had you on and, and uh, now uh, with the funding? Well, it, we, we essentially, and, and to give more background, um, our annual operating budget is $3.4 million annually, uh, which we get uh, a good 45% of that comes from the federal government, either uh, the Department of Labor, uh, the VA, and then at, at one time, HUD. But uh, HUD has come out with a mandate, and it's not a new mandate. It's an, it's a, an operating and, uh, initiative that they have called Housing First. And the Housing First model um, asks that veterans or people that are homeless be housed first and uh, then apply the comprehensive services after they've been housed. But one of the biggest caveats to the Housing First model is that uh, veterans or people that are homeless do not necessarily have to be drug and alcohol free. And I guess one of the things I did not mention when I talked about the history and service of McVet is that we are a zero tolerance program, which means that uh, men and women who come into our program who may have a who may have an addiction to drugs and alcohol must adhere to our mission and model, which means that they have to be weaned off of the use. And so we preach zero tolerance by requiring our veterans to attend NA and AA meetings. We, uh, in fact, within the first 90 days, you have to go to 90 meetings, and then you have to go to five meetings a week thereafter, following the 12-step recovery model. So the Housing First model of HUD mandated that that could no longer be a prerequisite for acceptance into your program. And then the other biggest sticking point was that our transitional housing program and our emergency shelter, which we have 249 beds here along with an SRO, would have to be converted into permanent housing. Uh, now, our goal and mission, of course, was to get veterans permanently housed, but we do not believe that they should be living in a dormitory-style dorm with beds 10 men to a, to a room 
confined together and call that being permanently housed. Um, once there was a the mandate was issued that we as McVet as an organization had to decide exactly how we wanted to handle that. Um, were we willing to concede and become a program a uh, uh, housing force model, or did we want to stand full, true to our mission and not remain housing first? Uh, once we as a as an organization and as a board of directors decided we were going to follow the model that we have followed for the past 24 years, HUD then took away uh, their portion of our budget, which was $1.2 million. So for the past two years, uh, a program that has been operating with $3.4 million as an annual budget has had the $1.2 taken away and still have attempted to operate just as seamlessly as we have in the past. All right. And when we're going to go ahead and take a break, you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on our variety channel. And we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Jeff, from McVet, the Maryland Center for Veteran Education and Training. And, Bill, I know you had a couple questions. Well, well, Jeff, uh, just before the break, uh, you were talking about uh, the uh, cutback on HUD's uh, funds 
how it's uh, impacted uh, MacVet. And I would imagine uh, uh, there's probably still some further impacts about uh, uh, what's happened on the operation as a result of that. And it is. Um, I think that I, I probably still didn't give enough uh, detailed information on the fact that once you take away that particular type of funding, and, and keep in mind, McVet has always hung its hat on the fact that any time a veteran comes and knocks on our door, we have never had to turn them away. Uh, the veteran comes in, and by the way, we do intake 24 hours a day. Uh, being located here in Maryland, we do have an outreach team that can go out to the tri-state area. Uh, regardless of the distance, whether it be in Virginia, Delaware, West Virginia, going to Pennsylvania, and we've been going down as far as South Carolina to pick up a veteran and to bring them into the into the program. But what we we even though we knew we were going to be let's say losing that particular type of funding, we knew also at the same time that uh, our goal and mission was still to find that homeless veteran and bring them to the program. The HUD funding that we had, of course, was very important for us because we were able to utilize that because uh, McVet's model also does not distinguish between character of service. So if a veteran, let's say, was not honorably discharged, we were able to use that funding to bring in veterans that were dishonorably discharged or other than honorably discharged, but also for guard and reserves that ended up being homeless. So um, we still had to find innovative ways to try to keep the doors open, uh, still provide service for any man or woman who has served this country and still make sure that the uh, comprehensive services and the quality of service that they receive here for them would be seamless and still be able to be applied. And we've been very, very, very fortunate that we still have managed to do that. That is, that is tremendous. And, you know, uh, that's that support coming uh, from our national government, and uh, and I know that, that there's a, a lot of community uh, support to uh, to MacVet, and, and I tell you, uh, something that I ran across here, uh, I, I was searching for news articles, and uh, on the uh, Veterans News Report, there's one of the sources that I look to uh, each week, and I'm looking at it all the time, and I. And I came across something here, and, I, and it caught my attention. And it says, first of its kind in Baltimore. And let me just preface this to say that, you know, uh, even though times may be difficult for the, uh, the, uh, the clientele that you serve, the veterans there at MacBet, and uh, sometimes they uh, may be down and out and not feeling good, but you can always be well-groomed and look good, and that changes the feeling. So, Jeff, I, it, it appears that on, uh, when was that, June 25th, uh, there was uh, something that came about by Rob's Barbershop uh, Community Foundation, and uh, these guys have been uh, uh, involved in providing no charge to haircuts and hairstyles services to children and adults who lack access to regular grooming services. Uh, if I'm correct, uh, they, they've started a cooperative operation with MECVET. They have, uh, something that we're very proud of. Uh, so we have a full-service barbershop now. All right. But not only full bar barbershop, but also a beauty salon um, that provides uh, haircuts for free 
to the men in our program, and and uh, you you've got to admit there's nothing that makes a man feel better sometimes than being able to to come in and get a nice fresh haircut. Uh, makes you not only presentable maybe to uh, people just within the community, but if you're going for for a uh, a job interview or if you're going back to meet with uh, loved ones that you haven't seen for a while, nothing makes you feel much better than being uh, freshly shorn. Uh, and and uh, with a nice shave and a haircut. In the case of the women, having their hair uh, uh, texturized, moisturized, braided, uh, shampooed. So we have a, a, I mean, an actual just as if you were to walk in any other type of barber shop. Now located within our facility, we have a barber chair with the mirrors and uh, closed circuit TV and a, a basin that the women put their hair in and everything else. Things that. We want to make sure McVet is not a place where people can come in and kind of interpret this as being a shelter. We look like anything but a shelter. And if anybody ever has an opportunity to come and visit our facility, I guarantee you, you will be very pleasantly surprised at what you see. The, uh, the uh, pristine walls and the floors, uh, the furniture, uh, and the way that we uh, have the building set up, and, of course, the camaraderie of the men and women in the program, and along with the uh, esprit de corps, that we have within the facility. So the adding of the barbershop, by the way, a grant put that barbershop in it. It did not cost the organization other than the fact that we used some of the men in the program to do the construction. We didn't have to pay anything out of pocket to have that set up. And, of course, uh, we have standing room only and lines uh, for guys that are ready to get their hair cut, but it's a, a service that we're quite proud of and, and very, very uh, appreciative to Rob and his grant uh, foundation that put that barbershop in place. That that is simply outstanding, Jeff. And uh, and and this, uh, you know, we get a chance to give a, a shout out to Rob to uh, across the country, uh, in the U.S. and ninety eight countries around the world. So uh, uh, you can let Rob know that uh, his contribution to MacVet uh, is is going worldwide. And, and you know the other thing, Jeff, it, it's an opportunity for those guys and, uh, and ladies, too, in the beauty shop, uh, in the traditional uh, barber shops. While they're waiting for the haircut, they can uh, get a chance to begin to discuss and solve the problems of the world. Well, you know, most of the greatest decisions in the world are made in barbershops. <laughs> uh, uh, whether, whether it be with politics or sports or, or relationships between men and women, we're best to talk about that. Forget Congress and all the other places. You go to your local barbershop. You sit in there, and many of the problems of the world are being solved in barbershops as we speak today. Man, that 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 came to my my attention right away when I saw it. This is a this is a tremendous article. It's and it, and as I said, it's a Baltimore charity creates a beauty and barber salon expressly for homeless veterans. Haircuts for veterans. And, you know, something else about your facility, Jeff, I think everybody else needs to know that you get up on the top floor of your building there and you look out towards the uh, uh, the Baltimore Harbor, and that that is a, a pristine view from there over the, that part of the city of Baltimore. It is. We are, are, are centrally located. We're in downtown about uh, uh, two blocks from the uh, War Memorial Building, uh, Baltimore City's veteran, I call it shrine, that pays tribute to all the men and women in the state of Maryland who have served this country, which is directly across from City Hall. So we have, uh, have 110,000 square feet, and you're right. If you get to the top of the, the, top of the building on the fifth floor, 
we have a uh, what we call a scenic view of downtown Baltimore that leads to the actual Inner Harbor itself. Uh, the, the history of the building is it used to be at one time the Solo Cup Factory, which was uh, sold to the four founders and uh, by legend and lore, but actually the building was sold to the, the McVet Corporation for one dollar. And so we've been the sole proprietors now for close to 25 years. And even though we have this building, we we modernized it quite a bit. We now have a a, a cyber cafe on all our floors. The the women in their particular portion of the building have a uh, a computer lab. So we we modernized quite a bit. It gives our veterans the ability to to go online and and let's say interact with social media to do job searches, stay in touch with their families, along with the fact that we still have our, our cable TV and a full-service dining facility that serves over 400 meals a day. We want a, we want a person to come into our program and feel anything other than, like, you know, we're in a place where we want you to feel sorry for yourself. We want a veteran to know, here's a place where you're going to be taken care of. We, uh, we commend you. We applaud you and pat you on your back for taking the chance to come in and turn your life around. But we don't give you the opportunity to look at our services as being substandard. We do everything we possibly can to make sure you're getting a very quality service and you're getting it done by professional people that are in this organization. And that, 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 that's something to, to be proud of, Jeff. And, you know, I, I go back to those 25 years of when uh, uh, this organization started out. You know, originally it started out, to my recollection, it was the Homeless Veterans Center of Baltimore, and then the name was changed to MacVet. And, you know, I, I, I've just been thinking and reminiscing, and maybe you can help our listening audience out with this. Tell us today, uh, in, uh, in maybe in summary, how the mission has changed and it's impacted over those 25 years uh, up until today in terms of uh, the things that you uh, provide and help veterans with. Sure. Um, the <coughs> pardon me. The original intent of the program was strictly a place for veterans to sleep. Sleep, uh, and maybe if we were lucky to get donations that would provide veterans a meal. Uh, we were very fortunate that uh, the the founders of the program did an extensive search, and they hired the first executive director, and his name was Colonel Charles Williams. Colonel, Colonel Williams was a very, uh, he had done well over 25, I think 25 years in the, in the United States Army, uh, was a very progressive and forward-thinking uh, officer and a gentleman. They came forward with an idea that, well, rather than have a place for men just to sleep, why don't we give them the kind of services and the tools that they need to go back out and then rather, and to go back out and be an integral part of society. So he initiated the the partnerships that we still have and, and, and are entered today with the Department of Labor to provide a particular services to get men and women employed. But, but the thing that we found is not only employed, but also to provide educational services. So it was so much that that started to evolve. And you're very right, Colonel, when you said uh, we used to be Maryland homeless veterans, and we wanted to take the acronym HOMELESS out of there and let people know that we're the Maryland Center for Veterans Education and Training. Thinking about putting the word homeless in there, people might get the wrong idea and connotation of the organization. So we renamed ourselves McVet, uh, found out that by bringing uh, veterans into the program and providing those particular type of services, how much well-rounded they could be. And I mean when I talk about the services that we provide here, they run the gamut from being, uh, uh, we have people who have gone to culinary arts school to be cooks, 
We have people there now. A lot of our women veterans have an, uh, have, have, have gravitated to where they want to be uh, um, CDL drivers with them, do the uh, 18-wheelers that you see down the highway. Sometimes when you move over and you see an 18-wheeler coming down the highway, it might be a McVet person that's actually driving that 18-wheeler and possibly could be a female. Um, we have people now that have gotten into computer graphics, computer classes. We've made partnerships with other companies that uh, have also come in and started to provide the services that we need. Uh, we're quite proud of the fact that whether whatever the vocation happens to be, whatever the field happens to be, we know that as veterans we can do anything because we've been trained to do that. So the vet's goal is to say, well, we know that you can do things because you've shown you have the skills for it already. Now we're going to just take those skills, equate that to the workforce, and make sure that you're going to be making a livable wage that you can be comfortable living in and no longer have to be homeless again. So we're really happy with how this has worked out and evolved from a program that started out just being for homelessness to where it is now a program that provides education and training services for men and women that come through our doors. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Jeff, from McVet, Maryland Center for Veteran Education and Training. Now, um, Jeff... 
how does the in-house type um, uh, healthcare? You know, you have like we mentioned earlier the the case management, substance abuse, and so on. Um, how does that work? Do they come to you or? Well, it, it, it's a new concept and, and a new a new program initiative that we've started as an organization. Uh, in the past, we were pretty much just a, a housing component that provided education and training services. But what we also found out is that, uh, and of course this goes back to the loss of funding with HUD, we had to find another way to generate some income based on the services and the model that we have currently incorporated within the organization. So uh, we got together as a staff, got together as a board of directors, and put you know certain things on a, a, together as with a strategic plan, and how to make sure that we keep our doors open and still make us viable, moving into 2016, which is when we started this initiative, into the future. So what we've had and incorporated now is what we call a MIGVET intensive outpatient treatment, uh, an IOP, which is for clinical treatment. We have found that uh, the majority of veterans come into McVet do have a problem with drugs and alcohol or opiates, and what we were doing was outsourcing all of the veterans that came into the program to other health facilities throughout the city and throughout the state. Uh, of course, the way that is done, of course, each veteran has to have health insurance, which all of us have to have, you know, uh, as being American citizens. And, of course, these other organizations were able to build each one of their clients based on their health insurance, which was money going to those particular organizations. We found that by opening up our own clinical treatment here, number one, we have the veterans that are here that are already housed here. So by having the residential services for them already incorporated within this facility, it made it much more convenient for them to be able to receive the same clinical treatment that they would have gotten at your local VA hospitals or let's say another healthcare facility that we now do that here. So in the 1st of April of this year, we opened up our own intensive outpatient clinical treatment. We have now currently close to 35 veterans enrolled in the program. And so they, instead of going out and seeing uh, clinical people, case managers, uh, clinical supervisors, We've now brought them on staff here, and so the services are provided within the facility. It kind of helps up for, for our funding shortfall, but it also allows those men and women to get the services that they need. But rather than, let's say, go across town or go into another county, they just stay and come right downstairs in the facility, and they meet in the clinical treatment area, which is um, almost 20 steps from my door. Uh, Bill? Well, Jeff, one of the things that uh, we try to encourage here at the uh, uh, American Heroes Network is uh, is networking with other organizations around uh, the, the country and even in the area uh, to be of mutual support to each other. And I, I just wanted to uh, pass on some to some of those organizations to you that I think uh, really would be, can be helpful. I think in the in the, in the model of uh, which Macbeth operates, um, uh, right in our neighborhood up in uh, Wilmington, Delaware, there's an organization called Suiting Veterans. And uh, these individuals, uh, they collect uh, high-class and good-quality clothing from people who are in uh, business and government, and they donate, and as they update their wardrobes, as this is a husband-and-wife oper- operation, 
that uh, collects these clothes, and they've, they've got about three vans. Uh, if you give them a call, they'll come down to your location and uh, let you have the choice of what they've got available. Uh, also, uh, in our area, we've got the uh, IHOOT organization. That's I Hoot H O org, and these individuals uh, are in the business of providing uh, four and five star vacations to uh, veterans free of charge. And the last one that I'd like to bring to your attention is, an, is a website that we have. Uh, you know, talked about for quite a bit. It's called the NetworkOfCare.com. It is uh, uh, tremendously comprehensive in all kinds of services and areas uh, that can uh, be of help to you. Uh, we would encourage that one to you. And uh, you mentioned something uh, uh, early about the, 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 the range of discharges that the... Uh, the residents come there with, uh, uh, and in many times and cases, uh, you know, uh, because of that discharge that they have, it, it it serves as a barrier to greater things. So, we've also got an organization, and the uh, that we can provide with you also that uh, uh, assists in upgrading discharges. Well, you know, the, 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 the greatest thing that I have found, and, and this goes across the board for the organizations that you have given me, of course, who I will, of course, reach out to contact, is that we've always found that there are many people like-minded like McVette that believe that those men and women who have served this country and have fallen on hard times, there needs to be that extended, that helping hand to lift them up, to provide um, those things necessary to, so they can stand up on their, on their own upright and reclaiming their position in society. So it would be great to say McBet does everything, but we know that not to be true. We can do quite a bit, but we can do that and so much more when we have true partnerships with other organizations. So we excuse me. So we've been very fortunate that well, uh, the partners that we have, along with the ones that you've given me, are just everybody pulling together to make sure that we take that approach to take care of, of those in need. And we're quite happy with that. Let me tell you about a, another new initiative we've got with Nick that we just recently had. By the way, I, I, I don't remember seeing any, either of you at our, our just recently completed 5K, 10K race. Um, we, uh, but, but meanwhile, I'm saying that to you, but by, by the way, I didn't run in it either. But uh, <laughs> we, we, we have a, an annual, because of course, as a nonprofit, and of course, the secret to a nonprofit, you must make a profit. Um, but uh, one of the things that uh, we do with McVet, because, of course, uh, we do get some federal funding, but, of course, we, are, we need funding from grants. We have a grant writer on staff that helps us to pursue grants that help keep our doors open. But we also do organizational fundraisers, things as, that will keep us uh, bringing money in and also making the public aware of the services that we provide. And so we just recently completed our, our 24th annual 5K, 10K walk run to Baltimore City. We did that. We did that on June 10th, and this year we had close to 800 participants, wow. which are people that will come out in the, in, in the surrounding community that may not come out to do a competitive run, but just want to just want to assist and see what they can do to help the organization. So we're always very glad, 
proud of the fact that we were able to do that and collaborate with other organizations. We had about 20 vendors that came out, and they came out with the sole purpose of being able to provide services for homeless veterans, but also to inform the general public of the things that they do for the veteran population in general. So we're always glad to say, yes, McVet does certain things, but we do, and we would be very remiss if we did not mention the partnerships that we have that help us provide the full scope of services that we give to these men and women. Well, you know, Jeff, uh, that's great. And, you know, another thing that comes to mind that uh, I've always thought there was a tremendous resource within the organization is the products, the the graduates, if you will, that come through your uh, program at MACVET and how they continue to be a resource and 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 uh, and uh, uh, help along with the program to continue with the success that that you've had. Talk about some of those individuals who've been there, uh, spent time, gone out, and continue to be supportive of the organization. Yeah, great question. Um, yes, we have uh, what we call our uh, alumni. The alumni are those individuals who have gone through the program. And by the way, the average stay. At Big Vet is 12 to 15 months, um, based on uh, an agreement between that veteran and their case manager in terms of their progression through the program. But our biggest selling point, and uh, the people, those individuals that are able to tell everybody about what Big Vet, do, Big Vet does and how it's very rewarding for the men and women in the program, are the actual veterans in the program themselves. They will even go out in society and talk to people. Uh, they've been known to go to organizations and meet civic groups and, and tell everybody about where they were in terms of how they came into debt, the situation that led them to being homeless, uh, what McBet has done for them, and then in turn, where they are now. You know, we have veterans now that own their own homes, own their own businesses, are, are instructors in school, still come back. In fact, uh, well, another little known fact is uh, over 65% of the current staff employed at McVet are actually veterans who were enrolled at McVet and actually came through the program itself. Uh, let me tell you about a perfect example. We had a veteran that came to our program and mentioned to us that we should take notice of those veterans that are incarcerated uh, who form veterans groups and then will come out as formerly incarcerated veterans who will be homeless. And in need of services. So when that veteran gave us that initiative of uh, trying to reach out to those veterans who, uh, let's say, were incarcerated, coming out and needing services, we then formed a, a census committee, went out, met these veterans, and of course, now today we have a very strong outreach community of veterans within our program and those veterans who have been incarcerated. And so we would go in and minister to these veterans, meet them, to find out what kind of uh, plan they have upon uh, release from a confinement, and those veterans that are willing will come into our program. And so our census rate has been uh, impacted by the number of veterans we have, but that was all enacted by veterans who have come through our program and have, besides leaving the program are still finding ways to, to challenge McVet, to give us new ways and opportunities to still find those veterans who need our services. Well, you know, uh, very quickly, Jeff, there's uh, two or three quick things I would be remiss of, of the so many other additional things that uh, uh, that uh, said make that that I will always remember. Gary, I got to tell you, if you ever get a chance to visit Mac, Macbeth, 
you need to go into the dining area and especially especially in the kitchen they've got an operation there uh you think uh, you were in a hotel operation with the the kitchen service and the ranges and the stoves and uh, there that uh, I'll always remember the right. other uh, they they the the Macbeth has a choir that uh, it gets a lot of invitations to do concerts around the city uh, those men and women deserve uh, the greatest applause for for what they do and 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 uh, Jeff I think you, you still have permanent housing there for both male and female residents we do we have what we call our SRO single room occupancy it's a, a small well, not a fairly nice sized room that a person would have when they were like residing when you were in college, and so we have veterans that live there. But the thought is, even though that is considered to be a portion of permanent housing, our goal would be for a veteran to move into something that's more like a home, where you've got a living room and a kitchen and, and a basement and all those other good things. But of course, it does make a veteran comfortable for that year, because usually what we'll do is put them in that permanent housing setting for a year or less. But the ultimate goal going into permanent housing. I'm All so right. glad you did mention our choir, which uh, Message of Hope Choir, which is under the tutelage of uh, one of our alumnus that has been here for quite a while. But you are absolutely right. They are probably the biggest goodwill ambassadors of the organization when we go out to certain events. It's always amazing that when the <clears> choir <throat> performs, people will come up and want to, and, and they marvel at the fact that you've got 10 to 15 to 20 blended voices together that have this just beautiful harmonic sound that comes out of them and people are just awestruck and they want to come up and talk to the choir and uh, sometimes make donations on behalf of the choir just based on the presentation that they give we're going to go ahead and take a break you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio powered by Voice America on a variety channel and we'll be right back Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Jeff, from McVet, the Maryland Center for Veterans Education and Training. Now, Jeff, what's going to happen as far as moving forward? Uh, I know that you have a lot going on your plate right now, and you're going to keep building. I, can, I, that's, I, I can't see you ever stopping. <laughs> And it's meaning a lot, meaning a lot for our vets, and uh, what you're doing with them. Uh, what are your plans? What are your future plans for McVet? Well, great question. Um, it, the vet, what, what does the future hold for McVet? I always say that uh, for us as an organization, uh, until there are no longer any homeless veterans in the nation, we still have a goal and purpose. But what we would like to also do is offer our own particular type of, you know, elaborate further on the intensive outpatient treatment that we currently are offering. We want to start to then also do things in terms of mental health to address those particular areas and offer those kind of clinical services. And then the final thing we're looking at is we want our own permanent housing. Uh, the Colonel talked about our, our, our SRO, which are those small college dorm-style rooms, but we want to offer permanent housing that is more more attuned to what a person will move into, their own one- or two-, three-bedroom apartment, or permanent housing that we buy ourselves. So we are currently even looking as we speak at trying to find our own place and location to offer permanent housing and to expand upon the type of services that we offer to those veterans in the program. So our goal is, is as long as there's a homeless veteran in the nation, we have to continue to do those things to apply to reach them, provide them the service that they need, and then finally the newest phase of our program would be offering permanent housing services to those veterans that are looking for, let's say, permanent housing that is still affiliated with McVet. All right. Do you have any uh, future events coming up? Well, we just finished our, 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 our 5K, 10K, which is one of our biggest fundraisers. We have an alumni day that we're having coming up at the end of July. And that's where we invite all of our veterans to come back, and we take a Saturday. Uh, I think it's July 28th. I don't have the calendar in front of me. And we'll have all our veterans come back, and they will uh, come back, and we just have a day where we pass out awards, recognize those veterans who have graduated through the program, recognize the McVet Person of the Year, and then the rest of the day is devoted to just having a great barbecue with games and the alumni bring back their, their, their wives and their husbands and their kids, and we just kind of just operate as a family would at a, a normal family reunion, just have a great day. So if anyone's ever in the area, July 28th, down here in Baltimore City, we're located two blocks from City Hall, 301 North High Street. We invite you to come by, and rather than just hear me talk and elaborate and just run and continue to talk, how about a chance to come down and see for yourself? But for those that really want to get involved, we do have volunteer opportunities within the organization that we are always looking for people who want to come back and then come and see what they can do to help the organization, whether that be uh, a beautification project within the, the, the facility, whether it be maybe uh, teaching one of our classes that we do for the veterans of the program. They might want to work in the kitchen. They might want to work in our laundry room. Uh, they might want to work in our car wash that we do every Friday and Saturday. Um, we have plenty of volunteer opportunities, so we welcome those that want to get involved and help just to give us a call via our website or our Facebook page uh, and stop by, and we'll see what we can do to put you to work. All right. Yeah, that car wash right at the facility? or is it, it is. Car wash uh, every Friday and Saturday. 
And where else in the city of Baltimore or in the state can you get a car hand-washed, dried, vacuumed for $8? I don't think there's any place you can get that done. Can't even do that in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, Jeff, we only have a couple minutes left. It was a pleasure having you on our show again. And we're going to have you back uh, once you have these more uh, events coming in and that you want posted. Let us know so we can get you back on the air with us, okay? All right. And let me let me close by just saying how much I appreciate you having me here. This is not the first time I've done this. Um, every time that something new is an endeavor at McVet, I know I can contact Colonel Forbes. He will reach out, and then you, Gary, will call, and we'll sit here and talk. And I just want your audience to know that we are very earnest in our mission at McVet. We do not think any man or woman who has served this country should be homeless. And if there's any opportunity that we can do to help them, then I would say to do them a just service, to find just the right program for them, then the program they should be looking at is McVet, the Maryland Center for Veterans Education and Training. We Our doors are open. We will be here, and our goal is very simply, we will not quit until every man and woman who has served this country is no longer homeless and employed and in their own home. All right. You can't beat that. Bill? Thank you for your service to this country. Thank you for your service to McVet and our veterans, men and women, uh, it's a uh, tremendous, and it's uh, something that we'll always look forward to be there for those men and women, as you mentioned, who uh, need the help and assistance. And uh, we look forward to uh, having you again on the program. And, of course, uh, as we get out and do outreach things here in the Maryland area, I uh, hope to see you real soon. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners, uh, uh, Jeff? Well, yes. If you have an opportunity, please check us out on our website, which is uh, www.bigvet.org, or check us out on our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash mcvet.baltimore. It's a good way to stay in touch with things that are going on in the organization, also a way to contact myself and many members of our staff. We're open 24 hours a day. Uh, we're always available to be able to administer or ask questions that you may have. And, of course, if you have an organization that thinks that you want to open up similar to McVet, we uh, invite you to contact us so we can help you get along with that endeavor. All right. Appreciate your time, Jeff. Now, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on our website and syndicated on, in iTunes. You can also hear all our archive shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to Americans veterans and their families anytime anywhere and on any mobile device thanks for joining us today have a safe fourth of july and we'll see you next week thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of american heroes network please join gary ray again next tuesday at 8 a.m pacific time 11 a.m eastern time on the voice america variety channel have a great week Truly do believe You're the backbone of our nation Thank you.